welcome beautiful soul to the Weaving the Wild podcast. In this space, we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar. We talk about it all, awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies, honoring our cyclical rhythms, connecting to our roots, embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine. I'm Rachel Hodgins and I'm honored to be walking this path beside you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and today we are dropping into the beautiful, earthy energy of the Taurus new moon, which is taking place here in Australia on Wednesday, the 12th of May at 4.49 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Now, we've been experiencing Taurus's energy for a few weeks already now, so some of what I'm talking about in today's episode will probably feel quite familiar already for you. I'm sure you've already been experiencing a change in energy, perhaps like change in pace from Aries season. But if not, I really encourage you to feel into what what we're exploring in this episode and to allow yourself to really drop into the energy of this new moon. Sometimes we need just that little reminder. We need that point in which to call us back to recalibrate basically. And I think the Taurus new moon is going to be exactly that for so many of us. So let's explore Taurus energy, shall we? And then we'll look at some ways that we can really embrace it with the energy of this new moon. So Taurus energy is like a deep breath in and a slow and steady breath out. It calls us to ground and to really drop our roots back into the earth once more to revisit our foundations or even build new ones if necessary. Taurus is a slow and steady energy, which feels so welcome after the Aries season. We've had, you know, the ignition of ideas and desires and Aries has really driven the fire within us to light up our dreams and to take action to allow them to manifest. But Taurus has arrived now to allow us to take these ideas and these visions which sparked last month and really ground them into our tangible material world. So Taurus is all about foundations. This is a time to look at the foundations in your life, to tend to them if, you know, if need be, or like I said, perhaps build new ones. The idea of this energy coming through right now is to really solidify and to really create these strong, sturdy foundations upon which you can build the rest of your life. And if you've got a particular vision or calling that's been coming through for you, it is so important to create these solid foundations in your life in order to invite them in and to expand what is wanting to birth right now. All too often when we feel inspired to create something new in our lives, we try to do so without really caring to look at what we're building it all upon. And when we try to create something new 
on old foundations, on ones with cracks in them or that are weather damaged or just, you know, just shitty quality. (laughs) There's this very strong likelihood that whatever this new exciting thing is that you're wanting to call in, it's going to cave in on itself. It will crumble from the bottom when we don't have those strong, sturdy foundations. Whatever is stirring within you right now, whatever is lighting you up, It deserves the opportunity to become its fullest potential. And you deserve that too. And so to give it its best shot, to provide it with the best chance to succeed, Taurus is asking you to pause, to not jump the gun, to to play the long game, essentially. So what do you need to make this thing last? What do you need to do to anchor it, to allow it to take root, to allow it to have the strongest foundations to build and grow upon? And what might you need to change? You know, what might need to be removed or replaced to make those strong foundations? Take a look at your habits, your beliefs, your relationships, all the key pillars that make up your life and be really honest with yourself about how strong and sturdy they all are. Are there areas that have been neglected? Are there some structural pillars there that have seen better days? It's really important to look at this because Honestly, tending to the foundations in your life is going to give you the sturdiest place in which to gain that momentum and to build what it is that you desire. Taurus is represented by the symbol of the bull. And there's a few ways that we can take this symbolism. I know that lots of people associate Taurus or people they know who are a Taurus with stubbornness. Like they have this image of the bull and its horns in mind. And It's true, I mean, Taurus can be a stubborn force, but in its essence, it's really about a steadfastness. It's about hard work and resiliency. These are really important characteristics of Taurus. Like I said, Taurus is happy to play the long game in order to to work hard and and work properly, to not cheat on all the steps as as it builds and creates the perfect structure. So resiliency is a really powerful energy to call upon from Taurus right now, especially if you're feeling called or you have a particular idea of what you desire, what you want to create, but you're finding yourself coming up against obstacles. Taurus embodies the resiliency to keep going, not necessarily to force or like to struggle. That would be shifting into one of the more shadow traits of Taurus actually, but we have this idea of resiliency and a healthy resiliency is an inner resiliency. It's this inner knowing, a kind of self-assuredness that as each obstacle arises, I can move through it. I will find a way, I will stand back up and I'll be okay. So if you're coming up against naysayers, if you're experiencing issues around resources, like money around material things, which is very much in the realms of Taurus as well, we'll get to that in a second. But essentially, if you're feeling up against a brick wall, call on the energy of the bull to help you break through it and to carry on. Taurus is very much connected to our sense of safety and security. So when we talk about our foundations, 
I kind of think of it, it's a bit like the energy of the base chakra. So both Taurus and our base chakra are concerned with kind of like our survival, essentially. So our primary needs in which to feel and be safe in this world. And in that, they are therefore concerned, among other things, they're concerned with the likes of our money and our finances, things like our homes and physical dwellings, because these are all things that determine how safe we feel in the world, how how secure we feel. Now, this is an intricate topic, but to keep it as simple as possible here, Taurus energy, as with all signs, has a light and a shadow side, so up like a high and a low vibration. In regards to our money and our, you know, like material wealth, this as a, as a topic is important to Taurus. This is an important component to Taurus energy. And in a healthy relationship with it all, Taurus trusts in the abundance of this world and it trusts that it will always be able to receive. And so it welcomes this abundance. It cares for money. It cares for its home and material possessions lovingly but it also has this sense of openness and expansiveness around it 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 kind of relishes in it and savors it it doesn't disregard all that it has but it also doesn't question its own worthiness of having it of obtaining it and enjoying it and it doesn't question its ability to always be taken care of Taurus knows that these things support it and that they bring a safety and security, but it doesn't fear not having them because again, it it just simply trusts that resources are not finite. There will always be more and it also trusts in its own inner resiliency to be able to handle any and all situations that may arise. So even if resources looked different to how it you know Taurus might like or expect them to look that doesn't rock Taurus not when it's already anchored and grounded within itself and it holds this deep trust in what the the world and the earth has to offer where Taurus slips into an unhealthy relationship to material wealth is when it places all of its sense of safety and security upon external things. So it becomes possessive and even obsessive of material things. It craves money and possessions to fill a need for safety and sturdiness in its life. So how much money it earns, the collection of stuff, and even like having to have the best of things in order to satiate this hunger for security and also maybe even a sense of place in the world. So often we, we surround ourselves by things in order to feel like we belong. We, we try and surround ourselves and fill up our spaces with as many things as we can, things we can touch and attach ourselves to in order to deal with this sense of unrootedness. That's the low vibration of Taurus. The higher side is deeply rooted and connected to the abundance of this earth. And it so easily receives that abundance. It doesn't cling to it. It doesn't desire anything out of a fear of not having, but out of the expansiveness and the depth that that thing, whether that be money or some kind of, you know, physical, tangible, material item 
the, the expansiveness and depth that it can provide to the overall vision or dream or just kind of just life in general for Taurus. And that, that trust and that, that willingness to believe that more is always available, not from, a, again, a neediness, but just an, an openness and a, a sense of being supported and cared for, that's what makes Taurus's energy so magnetic. I think one of my favorite things about Taurus is the way that it calls us back to nature and in a way that no other sign can really. I think Taurus is so intrinsically connected to the natural world. Yes, because it's an earth sign, but also because it's ruled by Venus, which is the planet of beauty and love. So Taurus is deeply connected to the beauty that is in our world. Taurus seeks to ground itself into the pleasures of this world, into the earth, into our bodies, and to really connect to the beauty woven through our physical, tangible surroundings. And I mention our bodies there because Taurus is definitely one of the more sensual, sexy signs of the zodiac. And it's all about savoring the physical, sensual pleasures in life. And yes, that might be connected to sexy time, but it's also equally essential to to bite into a delicious, juicy piece of fruit or to to feel your legs move over crisp, clean sheets or, you know, take a bath in beautiful salts and oils and connecting to this sensuality of life, of this beautiful, sexy world is oh so Taurus in energy. And I believe this, this exact point is where we can really begin to build our foundations because anything that we try to build upon stress and lack and kind of like striving kind of energy are going to be resting over very hollow foundations. And we've all experienced this. We've all tried it. It's how we've all been doing this thing year after year. We crave rest and peace and happiness and beauty in our lives, but everything we try to do to create that, every new year resolution, every decision that we make to act upon, you know, the calling deep within us is immediately undermined by the fact that we haven't detached ourselves from the story that this world feeds us. The story that says that, you know, there's always more to do, that we're never done, we're never enough that we can't say no, we have to say yes, that we can't slow down, that we have to earn our keep, that we have to be productive, producing members of this society or this household or whatever it may be. Taurus asks us to change that story. Taurus tells us to pause and to savor this simple moment that you find yourself in. It reminds you that you can slow down, that you don't have to rush ahead or keep running on that hamster wheel. You can actually step off the hamster wheel entirely and you can wander around. You can walk in any direction you choose at the most leisurely pace that you desire. And even if you're, you are working towards something meaningful, something big, something that excites you, Taurus reminds you to take each step as it comes. Not just, you know, to be meticulous and yes, like build those sturdy, strong foundations by doing things well, 
but also to just savor every step you're taking in the direction that you feel called. To relish in each aspect of building this dream, lovingly working every thread that you get to spin and weave throughout this tapestry of your life. And that is one of the most beautiful things about Taurus energy. It's about enjoying your life in the most real and practical of ways. It's about indulging, savoring, deepening, pausing to appreciate something even more. The more space we hold for this kind of deep-rooted pleasure, the more connected we are to the world that holds us and therefore to the energy of abundance. We start to see very clearly the parts of our lives that have distracted us from this really simple truth. The things that have rattled and caused cracks in those, you know, oh so important foundations that we keep talking about. When we ground into pleasure, into earthly abundance and deep connection, we move into this beautiful, rich, fertile ground that won't just support that which you wish to build and grow upon, but it's also going to nourish it further and see that it really thrives. This is the energy that we're calling upon this new moon. So what dreams and desires and visions, callings, new ideas are ready to take root for you? Feel into that, really feel into it. And in the inky, fertile darkness of the new moon, create the foundations, tend to the soil in which you can plant those seeds. One other thing to keep in mind here is that while this new moon isn't an eclipse, it is opening the lunar cycle of the eclipse portal. So our next full moon, which is in Sagittarius, is going to be a lunar eclipse. And I will talk in more detail about what that means in the full moon episode, but just know that eclipses open space for big shifts in energy, in focus. They can really kind of speed up or completely change our trajectory in things. And they bring an opportunity to to step up and step into the whole next level, your next big important path. And so again, while this, this moon isn't an eclipse, it does harbor some extra magic, I think, because it's leading us into the very exciting lunar eclipse in two weeks time. And let me tell you, a Sag full moon lunar eclipse is something I think to prepare for. (laughs) So just keep that in mind. Alrighty, let's look at some ways to work with Taurus energy under this new moon. First off, indulge. Taurus is decadent. Like I said, Taurus seeks to just connect to life through its sheer sensual deliciousness. Our world is one to be savored. Our lives hold so much beauty. Every meal we cook, every act of self-care, every intimate moment, everything can be something that's celebrated and savored. And by focusing on just how much we love and appreciate and delight in one particular thing, we are sending a message to the universe and also to ourselves that we want more of this. And that energy, that's magnetic. That's how we call more of something in. So how can you turn that up a notch this new moon? What do you want more of? How might you be able to savor even more of it? How can you indulge in your life? 
really savor it. Can you go out and buy some of like the freshest, best quality ingredients and use them to cook the most delicious meal that evening? Can you run yourself a bath and choose just only the best oils to soak in and then to mindfully slather your body in once you get out? Can you wash all your sheets and then spray them with some yummy spritz before climbing into bed and relishing in that feeling of clean bedding? I love that feeling. Can you spend just a moment longer in the shower and savor the feeling of water running down your beautiful body? Can you set the mood and maybe pop on some sexy tunes and connect with your chosen partner or just yourself even to indulge in an evening of sensual lovemaking? Can you throw away the to-do list and take yourself outside to just sit in the sun and soak up the deliciousness of this world? What feels indulgent to you? What, what brings you joy and pleasure and how can you step that up a notch? How can you make that even more indulgent? Tip number two is to call your heart and body back to nature. I think Taurus season creates this really deep rooted craving within all of us to connect back into the natural world. And this new moon is an especially potent time to do so. Allowing our visions to come to life whilst we are tapped into the abundant energy of Mama Earth provides any intentions or callings that are rising within us to take root. And we're really calling them into being from this energy of deep knowing and trust that we get from Mama Earth, that trust that we will be provided for, that our seeds will be nurtured and nourished by the Great Mother. So let yourself really consciously connect to nature this new moon. Taking yourself out to watch a sunrise holds so much magic. I would 100% recommend that, especially considering like when I look at the time 4.59 a.m., this new moon is going to be happening early in the morning, obviously, but if you go out and watch the sunrise on May 12th, you're out there in a very, very potent liminal kind of energy. So I'd hundred percent recommend it if you can. If you work at your desk normally, can you take your work outside? Can you take your lunch break outside? Can you sit on the grass and look up at the sky? When you come home, can you ground and earth again, you know? Focus on placing your bare hands and feet on the earth and really feel her. Be in your garden if you have one. Gardening is such a tonic for me when I'm feeling really caught up in my head. Even just sweeping or raking up all the autumn leaves, it brings me back. It just plonks me right back into relation with the natural world again, which is almost always exactly what I need. Even if you don't have a garden, Get yourself a house plant. Tend to that little green life, you know. <laughs> you can also connect deeper with nature through things like just, just your meals even. Like I said, you can really celebrate and consciously purchase and prepare your food. So let yourself enjoy and yeah, celebrate the ingredients, prepare them with love and tenderness and a reverence for what each component of your meal has done and achieved in order to be enjoyed by you tonight <laughs> and then like plate up as carefully and beautifully as you can make it look beautiful and savor every mouthful 
You might use this time to up your herbal tea game. So using plants again as your allies, really savoring what plants and nature can do for you, how they can provide for you. These are all so simple, I know, but they're ways in which we can step off the hamster wheel again and really slow down and draw ourselves back into relationship with this wider, more magical and animate world that we live in. And this is the place and the space where we truly create shifts in our lives and the steps that it takes to create the life or dream, the vision, whatever it is that we seek, it all just flows to us once more when we're tapped back in. Tip number three is to clean up your money story. For many of us, I think this Taurus new moon will have us focusing in some way on our finances. Whether it's in birthing a new business or kind of stepping it up or growing in our line of work or just like creating some sort of stability. Many of us are feeling the areas of our homes and our environments and our work and incomes being front and center in our minds right now. So this is the perfect opportunity to reflect on your money story. So your money story is the relationship that you have with money, basically the beliefs and stories and like imprinted lessons that you've gathered throughout your life, starting in childhood, all around money. And most of us are carrying around stories about money that aren't necessarily true and aren't even really our own. Usually our relationship to money comes from what we learn from our parents. That's what kind of acts as like the the foundations again talking about foundations here, but it can also be from our own experiences. So situations we've found ourselves in, which rather than kind of just being processed and moved on, have become ingrained as the whole truth. And it, you know, they haven't left space for growth or expansion. So this new moon would be a really powerful time to reflect on your money story and to write out your new one. And I mean, like literally write it out. (laughs) You can, you know, you can write a love letter to money, Or you can simply just write out your new chosen beliefs rather than the older, perhaps more oppressive or restrictive beliefs that you've been carrying and and acting from. You can look up more about writing a love letter to money and all of that. I won't kind of spend too much time here, but this is a key part of tending to those foundations, like I said, that we were talking about earlier, because money, our relationship to it, our beliefs around it, It can and does infiltrate so many areas of our lives from our health, our diet, our work and career. It impacts our relationships and perhaps most of all, our ability to just experience pleasure in our life. It's hard to allow ourselves time to have fun or to invest in things purely because they just bring us happiness when we have stories around not having enough money or you know, around how hard we should be working and all sorts of things. So tend to your money story this new moon and allow Taurus energy to really open and inspire you to bring some pleasure back into your relationship with money and set out some new, really sturdy beliefs and ones that feel really nourishing to you, ones that feel good. Number four is ground your energy. Really focus on grounding yourself, grounding your energy both mentally and physically this new moon. Lean into the things that support you in that. 
It might be meditation or yoga. Yoga is a great one actually because it is, it's both a movement and a breathing kind of practice and it really brings our attention back to our body, which is great. <laughs> but you might lean on certain crystals this new moon. Crystals are perfect for Taurus season. They're literally of the earth, right? Um, I've been really loving jade recently and that would be a great one for this new moon because jade is, is the stone of luck. It's all about abundance and manifestation, but it still holds a really beautiful earthly calming grounding kind of energy there's also you could go like hematite jasper any of the really dark or like even black stones tend to have deeply grounding properties so obsidian and things like that then you have things like plants and herbs or even like essential oils that can work for you and help to ground so again like the, the more woody or like the the roots and things like that often are a safe bet if you're looking for grounding energy. So patchouli, sandalwood, vetiver in like, you know, for talking essential oils, they're some of my favorites. Um, but you might also just find a calming herbal tea is what you need. So things like passion flower and lemon balm, chamomile, valerian root, these would all make a great sleepy time tea, <laughs> just for the record. But they're also like essentially they're calming for the nervous system, which is just what we need when we're trying to drop out of the craziness of the day and settle back into our bodies. So lean on your tools this new moon. Really allow yourself to, to connect with your physical, tangible world and find those tools that allow you to do that, to really ground and earth yourself. And finally, tip number five is to slow down. I feel like this new moon is less actiony and it's really calling us to just slow right down, to pause as long as we can, to allow ourselves to take a deep breath and then another and then another <laughs> to, you know, just really quieten the mind, which has been so busy lately and just come back to the body, come back to the heart to feel our way home again. So I would say this new moon might be less about planning and setting big, yeah, like kind of intentions and goals. It's more about allowing things to settle, to really allow the truth, which we wish to call in the dreams and the callings to allow them to clarify what our foundations need to look like. And that does require some stillness. It takes us stepping back a little bit. Again, stepping off the hamster wheel where we keep running and running and running. I find the truth of what we need and what we don't need is usually very simple and quite clear. It's just the stories we attach to them can make it difficult to part from. This is a time to turn down the volume on the stories and just be. And in that space, all can be revealed. It's like a blanket is lifted and you see exactly what serves you, exactly what you can do to nourish your vision and to support it to thrive, exactly what it needs as well. And you see exactly what's been hogging up valuable positioning in those foundational levels in your life. So slow down, beautiful one. Lessen your load over this new moon. Allow yourself to simplify and just really savor it. Eat good food, feel your body again, engage with your senses. 
anchor back into the natural world. Be a part of it all. And in this space, those dreams and callings of yours will be taking root and sprouting in the most fertile of soil. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it has been helpful for you. Let me know if it has been. The best way you can do that is to screenshot the episode as you're listening and to share it over on the Instagram. It's honestly my favorite thing to see when somebody shares an episode. I I just love being able to see who's out there listening and I love knowing when you've enjoyed the show. So please just feel free to screenshot and tag me. As always, you can leave a little review for the podcast on iTunes. That helps the show so much because it's how the algorithm judges whether to recommend it to other people. And honestly, I'm I'm just sending you all the delicious, earthy love this week. I love Taurus energy. I love the richness, the abundance, and just the, the depth that it brings. It's such a comforting, earthy energy of just feeling truly held and supported in order to thrive. And I hope you're feeling it too. I hope you have a beautiful new moon and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jaja Wurrung country and I acknowledge the Jaja Wurrung elders past and present.